helicopters have been procured for me to go to golf course. Thank you. I've never said he wasn't a great politician. I'm just saying he's a <laughs> How'd you play out there today? Uh, well, I found the conditions challenging, mostly because there's no grass on the golf course, but there never has been. I'm thinking about the swag bag, and I, I hope the swag bag. Trash. When you got three crevices on the green, your course is trash. What's going on, folks? Welcome back. Beltway Golfer Podcast, episode 33. Alex Dixon here. Most golfers that, that I've come across um, have a list of courses that you know you want to check the box on. Maybe you've got a list of courses you really want to play. Maybe it's uh, chasing a list of you know best public courses ranked by a certain magazine or you know best public courses around the country or maybe it's a you know check you know playing all the golf courses by a favorite golf course designer or architect um, or just maybe just a, a broad uh, destination of, of some of the, the most uh, most sought-after resort courses around the country our guest for episode 33 is Jim Wilcox who accomplished um, checking the box on a unique list which was every single golf course, public, private, and executive, in the old line state, in the entire state of Maryland. The other interesting thing about it is Jim really didn't uh, fall in love and, and, and really start playing golf in earnest until he retired. So once he retired from his, uh, from his full-time job and career, he really fell in love with golf and, and decided he wanted to to play every single golf course uh, in the state of Maryland and did this in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s when uh, there was actually more golf courses open uh, from, the, from the, the Tiger boom and probably 20 or 30 golf courses that were open then that, that no longer are. So it was actually more of an achievement 15, 20 years ago than, than it would be now. Uh, I'd imagine that there's people that have played every golf course in, in certain states. Uh, whether or not anybody else has done it in Maryland, I, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but really enjoyed meeting Jim, just kind of hearing his uh, motivation and anecdotes about uh, how he was able to get on to certain um, private courses that can be difficult to get on. Um, Jim is a, a former president of MISCA, which is the Maryland Interclub uh, Seniors Golf Association. Uh, as well as the Free State Seniors Golf Association, and also a member of Hobbit's Glen, where um, we did the did the podcast uh, at a picnic table overlooking the first tee, um, and actually recorded it a, a while ago, earlier this summer, which you can, uh, which you'll notice by the uh, the cicadas in the background going full bore, um, but. Uh, happy to, to get this podcast published. Um, interesting conversation with Jim and, and to hear about his uh, impressive achievement of uh, playing every single golf course, um, public, private, executive, uh, in the state of Maryland. Here it is. Jim Wilcox, episode 33, Bellway Golfer. Enjoy. Before we get into today's show, I want to talk to you for a second about a new sponsor of the Beltway Golfer podcast, Four Craft Cocktails. Warcraft has brought the original golf cocktail, the Transfusion, to golf courses, to the D.C. market. It's in, it comes in a 12-ounce can, pre-mixed 
with premium vodka, ginger, lime, and grape. So this is not a mixer. You don't have to pour it over your booze. The vodka is already in the drink. Perfect for on and off the course. Already had a couple. Incredibly refreshing. If you're a fan of the transfusion, which judging by my social media feed, I know a lot of folks are showing off their their post-round and mid-round cocktails. Um, This is a perfect drink. Uh, They're based in Virginia, right down in Richmond. Has recently got into the D.C. market and is available in Northern Virginia at beer and wine stores now and, and will soon be at golf courses throughout the area to to find it go to fourcraftcocktails.com it's f-o-r-e craftcocktails.com and they've got a a store locator on the website that'll tell you where to find it Uh, and by supporting fourcraft cocktails you're supporting beltway golfer podcast so if you're a fan of this show definitely go find some enjoy a few so check it out fourcraftcocktails.com So, Jim, I appreciate you having me out here. We're at Hobbit's Glen in the Harper's Choice section of Columbia, Maryland. Did I get yep. that right? Yep. And so, Jim, uh, we, we just chatted a bit, but the reason we're sitting down here is the, the primary reason is, is, the, is the quest yes. that, you, uh, that you went on, an unusual quest that you went on, which was, well, I'll let you tell, tell us. Yeah, what, okay. what, what, how would you phrase it? Well, when I retired, uh, you know, I did retirement seminars because I was a psychologist at, at the uh, U.S. Information Day at the Voice of America. Sure. And uh, you had choices. Uh, I talked to people in the retirement program, mm-hmm. and they said, well, I want to uh, do something where I have the same responsibilities as when I work. Then we had other people who said, I think I just want to sit down and do nothing, let things happen. Sure. So I didn't know exactly what I would do either. So I said, well, I'm the kind of person who just let things happen, see what I want to do. Yeah. And uh, came to my mind that uh, maybe I wanted to play some golf after all, because I had never played a whole lot of golf. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started playing. I met some guys, and they wanted to play for too much money to make me feel comfortable. So uh, I played with them a bit. And then I realized, I think I'd rather play by myself or find some people who don't want to play for so much money. Sure. And so I played for about a year or so, and then I was playing in an Eisenhower golf course, and some guys from uh, Chartwell, a private club, mm-hmm. were playing, and they joined me, and they said, why don't you join MISCA? Hobbit's Glen uh, is a member of the Maryland Interclub Senior Golf Association, and they That's play MISCA, Ma- the Maryland Interclub Club Senior, Senior Golf, golf Association, Association right? yeah. okay. Maryland. And, and MISCA, for those that, that don't know, is so, so interclub, meaning it's, 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 it's ha- do you have any idea how many clubs are a part of it? Well, we have quite a few now. Uh, I should know because I was the former president. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but people have come and gone. Sure. I, I started out in uh, Montgomery County with, okay. uh, I think, uh, Congressional and uh, some of the other courses over there got together. Some of them dropped out, like Bethesda dropped out eventually and then it just started to grow and then the uh, uh, courses all over the eastern shore became members even in Delaware and we even have a course in uh, West Virginia we used to have one in Pennsylvania so it wasn't just Maryland got it okay but uh, it must be about 60 or 70 courses clubs got it members. okay and so and anyone who's a member of one of those member clubs who they is, can play is, is, they can can, can, play can join them. this association, yeah. join their tournaments. Be 50 years as old. Long, 50 yeah. year old. Okay. Got it. Got it. 
so you decided at, at some point after joining MISCA um, that you were, you were going to go on a bit of a quest. Well, yeah, I think it started that way. I, I kind of had the feeling before that because my wife came home with a, from the doctor's office with a brochure listing a lot of the public courses. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, yeah, I've played most of those, so I, maybe I can uh, start playing all of them. And then I had played a few private clubs, and I said, well, after I finished most of the public courses, I said, well, I think I'll try the private ones too. And that's when I ran into those guys from Chartwell who told me about MISCA. Mm -hmm. So I got some more private clubs from that, and then a couple of years later, I joined Free State Senior Golf Association of Maryland, okay. and they play once a month, different private clubs, practically always private clubs. And uh, public courses are easy, you just have to show up and pay your money. Sure. But private clubs, you know, some are very exclusive. Took me a while to get to meet somebody who was a member who would invite me, but I always did. I either had uh, friends tell me about friends, mm -hmm. or even our, or I had our pro uh, get in touch with another club, mm -hmm. and uh, invite, and the other club would invite me to do that. When, when you got this idea though to, to, to play, starting off to play every public course in the entire state of Maryland, mm -hmm. um, which obviously that that's a lot easier than playing all the private courses. But yeah. did you know the number of total courses? At the time, and this is this is about what year would we think? This is late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, late yeah. '90s, early, well, mid '90s. Mid '90s. And uh, no, I didn't know how many there were. I just figured I could, I would do it. Just jumped I had, in. I had plenty of time. Sure. I was retired. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was retired at a relatively young age, in yeah. my late 50s. Yeah. And uh, I had plenty of time to do it, and I, I didn't have a time limit or anything like that. Uh, then I'd sprinkle in some private clubs with that too, and uh, eventually I got finished all the public courses first, mm -hmm. and then I started working more diligently on the private clubs. Uh, took me a while. Like I said, it was easy in some cases. Like I knew people at Congressional, sure, and at uh, some of the other places, uh, but I would meet people who were members of the club and asked them to invite me. Yeah. Or I had our pro contact mm -hmm. them. Uh, in a few cases, uh, I was just lucky. I had friends who knew somebody, <clears throat> who knew somebody. And, so, and, <laughs> and so they would you, get me out. And you were a, a member here at Hobbit's Glen. Yes. So, you know, you, you did have some, some of the benefits of, uh, you know, the, the, the pro here at Hobbit's Glen yeah. making a phone call or two. Right. But you'd share with me that... that well, I'd have to make the call first, and then he would verify. Especially would at, some, at some of the, maybe the higher end, more exclusive, yeah. hard to get Yeah, hard I to think he was a little embarrassed to call them. I wasn't, because I was desperate, because I really it, wanted to get on all of them. Embarrassed, do you think, because of, of, of the purpose? You know, I, I've got this guy who's trying to play every course in the well, state of Maryland? Or, he always or? told me, you know, I would never do this. Every time I saw him... He would say, I don't know why you want to do this. Nobody else wants to do it. He I just thought it was silly or, or a fool's well, errand? I guess he was used to playing the same courses. Sure. You know? I don't know what his thinking yeah. was. But uh, that's always been my nature. Even yeah. when I traveled a lot, yeah. when I was in the Foreign Service and the, and the Air Force, I always wanted to see all the countries gotcha. uh, that were near me. And so it was the same with the uh, golf courses. I wanted to play them all. Yeah. So I ended up doing it. Yeah. 
Kays Valley was the last one. That was the last one on your list? Yeah, that was the last one I played. Uh, and it was a high school buddy of mine who mm -hmm. knew somebody there. Sure. Otherwise, I had a couple friends there who wanted me to come join them. Yeah. But you have to be a member of another club to belong to Kays Valley. Sure. And they would say things like, uh, Jim, I'll be happy to have you there. I'll be playing there next year. Yeah. And I said, I said to myself, I don't want to wait a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to do it now. So fortunately, I had this buddy, Ron, mm -hmm. who knew somebody mm -hmm. who belonged there. And so I got on that way. There, I mean, there, there's a handful of, of hard-to-get-on courses, you know, yeah. in, the, in the state. I mean, there's some high-profile ones, you know, Baltimore yeah. Country Club, Congressional, Columbia, yeah. Chevy Chase. I mean, these aren't necessarily the easiest courses no. in the world. I mean, you gotta, you got to know someone, especially yeah. if you're just... Well, at, uh, at Baltimore Country Club, I played both of the courses the same day. And that's because a guy from the, was a member of the Free State Senior Golf Association. Okay. So our executive secretary and I played knew him, we played with him at Baltimore Country Club that day. I remember that clearly because how beautiful, it, what beautiful shape it was in. Mm -hmm. They had one little spot that was circled by a white piece of white chalk mark. And we were just amazed that they could find one little thing. Right. Now usually like here, or especially in public courses, nobody would bother to chalk this thing. Sure. But there was a little tiny imperfection in the fairway. Yeah. So, but anyway, we got on that way. And uh, Congressional, I had good friends, uh, so I got on there a lot. Uh, Burning Tree, as you, you know, I've mentioned that story. That was a tough one to get on. So how did you get on Burning Tree? Let's hear that again. Well, Burning Tree was uh, a friend of mine had a friend who was the accountant for one of the members there. Mm -hmm. And I, he and I got on with his uh, employer, mm -hmm. and we played with the pro also. Got it. And uh, I remember we won. We beat him, the fellow in the pro, mm -hmm. and they said, you're not welcome here again because you won two bucks from us. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they were kiddie. Thank sure. God. Yeah. But we never, I never did play there again. Is that right? Yeah. Um, any, uh, any, any pointers or, or tips for, for folks that are trying to figure out a way to, to, to get on to some, you know, a course that they've been you know, just dying to get on, but it's, oh, it's yeah. so exclusive. Do you have any pointers for folks to, well, how, to, how to get into that course? That well, hard to get on? Well, certainly if you're a member of a club, private club, go to your pro and see if he can get you on, or sure. she, if she can get you on. Yeah. If that doesn't work, call them up and ask them if there's some way they can get on. Sure. Or uh, if that didn't work, uh, Try to find somebody who knows somebody that can get you on there. You, you'd also mentioned, um, you know, you, you went out and played, uh, got on four streams in an unusual way. Well, yes, uh, they were having an open house uh, to try to get more members. So I saw that and I went out and said I might be interested. So they uh, played golf there. They bought me a steak dinner and uh, they were very nice to me. But I knew right from the beginning that I probably wouldn't join because it was not a convenient place to go drive to. But I'm they were to think very was, nice was, to me. Because I can't imagine four streams is want for members nowadays. Was this? Uh, well, they uh, they did at the time, yeah. and uh, I had a friend who joined Woodmont Country Club because mm -hmm. I had heard that they were charging less amount of money 
And his father used to belong to Woodmont, and he joined because of that, and he's still a member. So uh, different clubs do do that from time to time. I noticed that uh, uh, there's a course uh, in Maryland that advertises a lot during the golf events on uh, on network television. I think what that would uh, be. Yeah. Um, another one I know that's uh, that's a, a pretty popular one. It's an old classic course, uh, Gibson Island. Did you play Gibson? Yeah, that was tough. Well, but tell I us called. That story. I called there, mm-hmm. and I talked to this young man who was a school teacher, and acting as the pro. And I said, I have. I'm trying to play all the courses in Maryland, mm-hmm. but I haven't played Gibson Island. So he said, I'm sorry if you don't know anybody here. There's no way you can play here. Sure. I said, what if my pro, and I mentioned Gene Ward's name, who's mm-hmm. retired since then. Okay. And he either thought it was the Gene Ward or it was some other Gene Ward, but he got so excited, he said, oh, Gene Ward, if you know him, why don't you come out anytime? <laughs> so I got out and I was the only one there. They showed me where to plug in the cart and then the fellow left. I, and when it was over, I plugged in the cart I played two rounds because it's nine holes. Mm-hmm. And when I got to my car, there was a police car waiting to escort me out of the area. So, so do, you, do you think they were, they, were, they were on to you about, or, or they, they, think, they, they caught up that whatever Gene Ward he thought you were referring to was Well, maybe I don't the think that was the case. I think they just did it as a part to of make their, sure that. You know, okay. I don't think the police knew what else to do that day. When you started this kind of quest, to play, to really to, to you know, started as public courses and then you ramped it up with the, with the private courses. Mm-hmm. Do you have any sense of, of from, from the time you said, okay, I'm going to do this to when you, when you finished? I didn't have a, a set time that yeah. I was to do it. I just went and played as much as I could. Sometimes I'd play close to 200 rounds a year. I'd play a lot, a lot of the same day. Yeah. Uh, once I played uh, day club when it was open, beach mm-hmm. club. Then I finished off the day by playing the seaside at the Ocean City Golf and Yacht. Mm-hmm. The next day I played nine holes with 18 holes with a friend of mine at the second uh, course there mm-hmm. at Ocean City Golf and Yacht. Then I went to Nessawango and finished the day off playing the nine hole course at Winter Quarters, which has since closed. Sure. Uh, so those, that was my busiest time. I played, uh, well, that many course, courses in two days. And you had also brought up the, the, the very valid point that when you had kind of checked the box of playing every single course, was a good 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, where there was a lot more courses open. Yeah. And so since then, far more courses have closed than opened. So if somebody did try to replicate that, yeah, it'd be then a lot easier it'd now. be you'd be... 20, I played, 30 less I played 231 Maryland courses. 231. And that includes every public, every, every private, public every executive, private. Yeah. you know, par three course, yeah. you name it. Now there are 184, 184. public and private. Okay. So that many have closed. We, we, we did talk about one that, that uh, maybe doesn't qualify for, for, for what we're talking about here, private or, or public, because it's very yeah. unusual. Yeah, Anne Arundel Manor. Anne Arundel Manor. It's owned by a billionaire, and it's not a public or private or anything like that. It's just it's personal property. 
Right. Yeah. I think a lot of folks uh, know about it and maybe even driven the road that, go, that yes. cuts right through the golf yeah. course, yeah. but uh, very few have actually played it. It's, not, it's not one that you, you essentially have to know one person to get on there. Right. I've talked to the pro and he said that uh, he would email the owner, but that the owner usually didn't respond to his emails. So I'm still <laughs> waiting for that. I'll probably call him again. Because you know, I want to try to play all everything. Yeah, that's 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 the one that got away. I don't yeah. think I don't think anyone would would hold you to that one because that's a, that's an unusual <laughs> well, situation. Well, that's because yeah, it's not a right. It's not open to anybody. Right. Just Ma Maryland's also, wants. but Maryland's also a tough state. I mean, every state's, you know, Virginia's, you know, uh, is large. Maryland's not the biggest state in the world, but it is long. So you mm -hmm. know, you you've got to go all the way out to yeah, you have the to Garrett County and, and mountains, and you have the oceans. Yeah, and you have flat, and you have rolling hills. So there's there's quite a bit of driving to, to, to yeah. even though Maryland maybe square mileage isn't you know isn't mm -hmm. is on the well, bottom about, third of, of state yeah. size. Well, but. Oakland, which is way out in western Maryland, sure. it's a good three hour trip, maybe yeah. a little longer than that. Uh, Lodestone uh, is one of my favorite courses, and that's out that way too. That's close to three hours. Then, if you get to the beach, it's uh, more than two hours. Like to get to Ocean City mm -hmm. Golf and Yacht Club, to get to uh, uh, Lighthouse Sound, yeah. those courses. It takes a while to get there. Oh, absolutely. You have to go through all these little towns that have speed traps, so you have to be careful. And you mentioned that e even though you, you essentially had. had completed the checklist and, and played every course several years ago, as new courses do open, yeah. you make a point to get out there and, and make sure that, that that checklist is continually checked. Yeah. Oh, I'm always on the, I'm all, my biggest fear is somebody's going to mention a course that I've never played. <laughs> do you <laughs> remember? So far that hasn't happened. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. Do you, do you remember the last kind of new course in Maryland that you played? That, well, it was a nine-hole course up uh, near Deep Creek Lake. and. Uh, it was uh, owned by some farmers, and uh, I remember it because the first tee was blocked off by electric fence to keep the cows off it. And uh, most of the holes were very pretty, though. They were on the side of a mountain. And then I would get to the ninth hole, mm -hmm. and I had to wait. It was a shot with par three over a pond. Yeah. And uh, as I was waiting there, a guy behind me caught up and said, do you mind if I do some fishing? Yeah. He broke out his fishing rod and fished in the pond while we were waiting for the guys to clear to the final hole. <laughs> that's fun. But it was fun. But yeah. that, that's also, how long ago was that? Dude? Oh, that was uh, six, seven years ago. So that's telling. I mean, that, that essentially yeah, I mean, there hasn't been a new golf course open up in the state exactly, of Maryland. Exactly. That time. Even that right? Anne Arundel Manor's been 10 years, I think. Yeah. But uh, very few have opened up. So many have closed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess for development, because sure. it's you can make so much money developing. Now, yeah. I think a lot of these courses probably closed prematurely because with the virus the last year or two, huge the, uh, huge uptick in, up, in, in, yes. in more in and more golf people rounds, are playing sure. because they're not working. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was for a while it was difficult to get on some of these courses, yeah. and um, they all closed like in the last two or three four years. So many courses have closed. And, so, and you also mentioned, so you're a member of the, the Free, Free, was the Free State Seniors Golf Association, yeah. mm -hmm. and, and they're recognizing your, your achievement of yeah. playing every course. I'm going to be a distinguished senior. Distinguished senior. A senior. And uh, <laughs> at first I was shocked to get that, 
But I looked at the numbers, if it's on their website, mm -hmm. there's only about 10 or 12 people who've done, who have that, that award. Sure. And I was the president there, and a lot of presidents never got it. So it has to be because I played all these golf courses. Got it. So, but they didn't say specifically that that was the reason. No, they didn't say oh, that was okay. the reason. Interesting. No. Um, I mean, I'm not a distinguished senior. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Maybe not more than the next maybe, guy. Maybe I, maybe I just don't realize it. Too uh, humble to admit it. Are there any other? Because I mean, I feel like we've we've only kind of scratched the surface on some of the. The, the courses that are, are certainly exclusive clubs that may be challenging for the average person to get on. Is it fair to say that, that, that the, the pro making a phone call, you know, that, that got on, that helped you out in the majority of the cases? Or do you, are there well, some other funny anecdotes or stories of you? Well, uh, Winter's Run, which is a private club up towards Bel Air. Okay. They're the only ones where the pro said, why don't you come on out? That's great. Everybody else... Uh, I had to get uh, somebody's approval, either okay. a pro or somebody. If it wasn't through one of our my, uh, they didn't they didn't roll out the red carpet just no. because you wanted to play every course. They were always nice, and uh, like I said, uh, by hook or by crook, I would get on them. Yeah. Sometimes um, our pro would uh, make a call or respond to it mm -hmm. when I made the call. Sometimes it was between these golf associations. Sometimes I met a somebody sure. playing golf and they invited me out of course i had to humbly say gee i've never played there yeah why don't you have me out i'm trying to think <laughs> i had of... to do that a few times which is not my nature sure but i had to do that a few times um what about some others around like the dc area columbia chevy chase for those a simple, well, simple I, phone call uh i called them up and they had me out now, Chevy Chase Country Club is the only course I've ever played in Maryland where I walked off the ninth hole and heard ice skating music. Because the hockey rink there. Yeah. And then I played uh, Columbia, which I found very easy. Columbia Country Club from the... The, the, the course easy or the, the ability the to get course, off? The course yeah. was easy. Yeah. And, Not a uh, long course. No. They have a one unusual hole, par three. You have to hit it up a hill, a blind shot. But if you hit it straight up the hill, you're on the green. And, that, and Columbia, if, I, if my memory serves, got shortened a bit because of the beltway construction, didn't it? It's po quite possible, yeah. Interesting. Quite possible. Um, but I remember getting on those, and it was relatively easy to get on. I forget how. But I, I think I made a call, and our pro responded. Well, I, I'm less versed in... Um, private clubs in, in, in Baltimore. What is it like the Elkridge Club? I know that's a, yeah. that's a classical. That's a, well, that's a tough one. Well, I played one with Free State Senior Golf Association. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Suburban Club, is that, is that that one? Same with that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. So, so there's, that association got you on. Yeah. And that, I know that's how a lot of people, you know, even through Maryland State Golf Association or, or down in Virginia, the, the Virginia yeah. State Golf Association, you know, some of these one-day events you can yeah, play you can, is, is a great way to get out yeah, on member, a club. member for the day right but, but it's a great way to, to see a course yeah that you know you don't have a connection to and and, and get out to at least yeah. check it out yeah uh, woodmore is a course like that sure uh, now they're a member of miska but they weren't okay and i got on there to play with the pro got it. i forget how i got on i just said i was really interested it's a wonderful course and you said you haven't heard of anybody else even attempting this, really? Not the private. I've, yeah. I've met a couple guys who uh, who were trying to play the public. I don't know if yeah. they did it or not. Yeah. 
Interesting. But I've never met anyone who played the private and the executives too. Well, that's 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 it's it's quite a feat, and uh, congratulations for pulling it off. Yeah, thanks. And, uh, I appreciate uh, yeah, I'm really proud of it. I'm glad that I uh, got some recognition after these years. Yeah. <laughs> I just did it and finished in 2005, I think. Cave Valley was my last one. That was the last one, right. And uh, here, out of the blue, uh, you call me. And yeah. then also uh, Free State Senior Golf Association calls me. I mean, it's an interesting story. I mean, not many people, <laughs> I, I don't think it, would, uh, it wouldn't necessarily occur to most people. Yeah. And then others, I think it's one of those things that's it's kind of fleeting. You're like, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. I'll play yeah. every course in America. I'll play every course in this state or that yeah. state. And you yeah. say it, and then you play a few, and you know, a month later you say, ah, oh, that's yeah. kind of, you know. I that. know, that's over and done. Now on to something else. Sure. Um, well, listen, this has been great. I, 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 we should get it. We're sitting here baking in the sun out here <laughs> overlooking the first tee. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate you sharing your stories. Sure. And, and Happy and, to. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was great. Well, thanks great. for thinking of me. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, Bob, too, for hooking us up. Yeah. Absolutely. Bob Luke. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, well, thank you, Jim. Okay. I don't have a good golf game, but I don't really care. I'm a, I'm a regular dude living in D.C., and I want to know about DC-centric golf stuff. If you can tell me something that I don't already know, then that is great for me. I don't want the regular stuff. I want exciting stuff. I want different stuff. I don't want stuff I can't hear elsewhere. But I want it to be about DC golf.